Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, the weight is real. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. So, uh... I remember it was a few years ago, uh, back in the back, actually, probably like three, four years ago, I was very passionate about CrossFit. And I was passionate about CrossFit for like five years, like did tons of CrossFit, loved it. It was like super fun. If you never tried out CrossFit, I encourage you to try it out. You know, maybe the jam you're looking for. Once I found surfing, I was completely done with CrossFit. I probably, you know, probably be great for me to do some CrossFit, but I've just gotten into calisthenics, surfing, and stretching, and that's it, and walking. That's what I do. I walk, I surf. I do calisthenics and I stretch and my body's never felt better. But uh, one day I was sitting there and we were doing uh, front squats and I was trying to get my front squat game to like improve and it was just not very good. There was a staggering difference between my front squat and my back squat. And a guy named Roman Yanitz, who was my coach at the time. And uh, we did a front squat. I think my front squat, it was like a, it was like a 305 pounds front squat or something. So I, I'm come, I drop down into uh, the bottom and I don't get back up. Like, I don't get back up at all. I end up dropping dropping the weights. And I look at him and I was like, dude, the fuck's wrong with me? And I'm like, what's wrong with my form? What am I doing wrong? And he said, doesn't look like you're doing anything wrong. He's like, your arms are in good place. Your hips are in good place. He's like, your glutes are in good place. Like, he's like, your form is, your form looks very, very solid. He's like, you're just not strong enough. <laughs> and I was just laughing thinking, oh, okay, it was that simple. Like, you're literally just not strong enough. Right? And the weight... The weight determined that. It wasn't an opinion of the coach. It wasn't an opinion of my, you know, my mom. It wasn't an opinion of my wife. It wasn't, there were no opinions to be had. Like it was absolutely clear. Listen, you didn't get the weight up because you're not strong enough. The end. You didn't get 305 pounds up because you you literally are not strong enough. So if we get stronger, then the weight will get lighter. Isn't that, isn't that a crazy, crazy reality though? If you get stronger, the weight will get lighter. And that's our principle for today. If you get stronger, the weight will get lighter. Look at, listen to this. If you get stronger, the weight will get lighter. It doesn't, it doesn't go the other way around. It's not, if you, if you, you will get stronger when the weight gets lighter, it doesn't go that way. Like you don't get stronger because the weight got lighter. You got stronger and so the weight became lighter. Right? I look inside of the situations I face in marriage right now, and I think to myself, okay, well, what, what's ultimately changed? By the time I'm recording this, my wife's pregnant with our third daughter, four total children, uh, my son, Parker, who's, who will be 20 here shortly, my daughter, who's 12, Bailey, my eight-year-old, well, soon to be eight-year-old, Ruby, Parker and Ruby's birthday is on the exact same day, April 4th, and then uh, the birth of my daughter, Lila, Isla, which will be this summer, which will take us to four kids, right? So I, I look at marriage and I look at parenting and I was like, is it, is it that marriage and parenting have gotten easier? And the truth is they haven't gotten easier because of the fact they've just gotten easier. They've gotten easier because I got stronger, right? It's gotten lighter. Marriage is more enjoyable and marriage has gotten lighter, not because my wife changed or because marriage changed, but because I got stronger as a man. Right, my, my parenting skills have gone up. Not perfect, but they've gone up big time. And many situations that used to drive me nuts that I had no power in have become super light to me. And why are they light? Because I've gotten stronger. My skills as a father have gone up. My skills as a husband have gone up. My desire 
to work on myself in that area has gone up. So no different than my front squat where my coach just simply said, well, you're not strong enough. You know, people say, well, why do I get triggered inside of, inside of marriage the way I am? Well, because you're not strong enough. Why do I get triggered with my children and freak the fuck out the way I do? Because you're not strong enough. Why do I, why do I end up, why do I end up sabotaging myself in business over and over and over again? I was like, it's simple because you're not strong enough. Like literally you're not strong enough and that's okay. That's okay. And so my question for you today is simply this, where in your world across body being balanced and business, do you know that the weight feels heavy because you're not strong enough? Pouch warm up a new weapon, aka journey your pen and write that area down. Here's the domain, body being balanced business that I am currently, the weight feels heavy and I must get stronger. And then the secondary question to this is this, what's the first thing that you could do to start improving your skill sets and mindsets to be able to pull this off, to be able to actually get stronger? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, a parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next daily fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the daily fuel. All right, my friends, so uh, this is going to get a little curious here. I'm doing this podcast uh, while I'm driving, heading to an event, and it is the only window of time that I have to do this while I'm driving. So we have uh, just about 100 of our our high-level clients that are in here for the week for four days, and we're coming into the final day. And my one window of time is the 20 minutes I drive to the venue. And uh, so here we are, my friends. We're going to get after it. So our topic today is the weight is real, but our principle of the day is if you get stronger, the weight will get lighter. If you get stronger, the weight will get lighter. So let's talk about this. And we're diving into the worry book. I'm not gonna read directly from the book because to do this podcast while reading from the book plus driving is a guaranteed fucking suicide mission. So the piece I am gonna do though is that the code itself, we're in the overview. So we're in chapter four, I believe, or chapter five. We're in the overview with the code. And I'm gonna take a stab inside of this, share a couple different angles and also some different ways of considering the conversation of the code. So let's back up though to what the code is. The code is a very simple conversation, very simple. If you, if you, if you drew it down to one simple game, it is truth, okay? But the problem with the word truth is that when the minute we say the word true, now everybody begins to assume that this this position of being right. Okay, so they hear the phrase, the truth will set you free, the truth will set you free, the truth will set you free. Right, and there's a huge weight that comes with the idea of truth and being right. Like these two things are interconnected. I spend most of my life stuck in this amazing fucking vortex of insanity of trying to juggle the reality of constantly feeling guilt and shame over the fact that something was true and maybe I wasn't living it. It was the right way to do it and so I wasn't doing it. And at a very long, young age, I learned very quickly how to do something when it came to this idea of truth. And what I learned to do was called lie. Lie. 
Now, growing up in uh, the religion I was raised in, I was raised in Mormonism. It's not something I've practiced over a decade now. My wife and I took a different path. But, but being raised in a lot of great things, one of the great things was just a discipline of routines and patterns. But as I was sitting in conversation with my mom and constantly talking about this idea of sin, right, which is a topic for all kids who go to church, it doesn't really seem to matter what religion you're part of, the conversation of sin, which is to miss the mark or to create an error, sin itself is looked at as an interesting thing, right? It's the thing that keeps you from God. It's the thing that keeps you from returning to heaven. It's the thing that keeps you in hell and doesn't give you access to the eternal kingdoms and the mansions in heaven, right? The, the entire story, doesn't matter if you're Muslim, you're Jewish, you're Christian, doesn't matter what type, you're, you're Southern Baptist, you're born again Christian, New Age, non-denominational, Mormon, Catholic, Seventh-day Adventist, Jehovah's Witness, doesn't matter. Come on now, get out of here with all your fucking labels. So, but we do get into this idea that people are what? That people are constantly stuck in this conversation of sin and being a sinner. So this frame then of being a sinner and this frame of the conversation of sin also introduced this idea of lying. So one of the things my mom taught when I was a kid was if you lie, you sin. And there were two types of sins inside of lying which were the sins of commission, and they were the sins of omission. Now, sins of omission were the things that I omitted, the things I didn't say. The things of commission, or the, the sins that I committed, were the things that I did say. Omission and commission. Omission and commission. The things I said, and the things I didn't say. The things I considered, and the things I didn't consider. Back and forth, my game and my life was driven by this idea of trying to not be a sinner. So I spent a lot of time lying, trying to cover up the things I was doing that were in violation with quote unquote what God wanted from my life as a kid. So I would just lie. And I lied in two ways. There were lies of which I just didn't say things. Like I just wouldn't tell you the whole story. I wouldn't tell you how I felt. I wouldn't tell you what was going on with me. I wouldn't tell you how, you know, what was going on around me. I wasn't telling you what was happening with me and my friends. I didn't tell you about the first time I saw titties on a, on a movie. I wasn't talking about the Playboy magazines. I was like, not talking. I wasn't talking. I just wasn't talking to you about anything. I just wouldn't say anything. And I would sit and smile. And then there was a second kind of lie, which was just a blatant telling of the story, right? So just making shit up to deceive people. Well, we end up spending a lot of time talking about this idea of lying in deception, meaning saying things. But the lie that we don't spend a lot of time talking about is the lie of omission, which is all the shit that you're not saying, all the conversations that you're not having, all of the truths that you're not revealing, all of the feelings that you are suppressing, all of the experience inside your world of not actually telling people what's going on. So I was committing these omissions like my whole life, like just omitting what was going on with me. I was not living by a code. What is the code? Stage one of the code is to be real, right? This is the code, be real. That is the game. It is time to be real. And what does this mean? Well, this means that I've got to actually be honest about where I'm at. I've got to be honest with myself. I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be honest with my neighbors. I got to be honest, like I need to be honest. And to be honest means I've got to own the truth. But I'm gonna replace the word truth with an idea of facts. Okay, facts. And instead of saying the truth will set you free, we're gonna say the facts will set you free. The truth seems to always seem to find this land, it's place it's like trying to land on of like being 100% accurate. 
Facts, though, are really just dealing with the reality of what is true for you today. Knowing that what's true for you today could change tomorrow. What you think is amazing today could be not amazing tomorrow. And that doesn't make you a liar today if yesterday you were feeling one thing and today you're feeling something different. If I was raised Mormon but currently do not practice any religion at all for the past decade, right? That, this doesn't mean that my path that I was on in Mormonism was wrong, bad, or broken at all. No different than my, my business partner who's Muslim and who doesn't practice a Muslim faith anymore. Like he doesn't practice at all. It's like not even a thing. Ramadan, all things he used to be part of, he was very deeply devoted to, his daily prayers, etc. It was something that he was raised with and he came to our terms and said, this is not, this doesn't work for me either. It doesn't mean that either one of our paths, Mormonism or Muslim, either one of these were paths that were wrong or they were a lie or we, I was deceived in order to be where I am. No, it's just my truth changed. What was true for me then is not true for me now. And my truth is my facts changed. The facts about what I was feeling, the facts of what I was considering. So the stage one that we're sitting in is learning to deal with these, these lies that we tell ourselves. The lies inside of your mind and heart that you don't communicate to your wife, right? We're talking about suppressed facts, suppressed truth. Like this is the biggest concern inside of the code for men is the reality of suppressing all the shit that you are really feeling. Think about how many times you are not telling your spouse what you're really thinking. You don't look at it as lying, but you are. You're a big fucking liar. Isn't that crazy? Like you're a big fucking liar. Seriously, look at it. If I don't tell my wife what I'm feeling, like nobody's going to tell you that you're a liar. I'm going to tell you you're a fucking liar. Isn't that crazy? So I had never considered it. In the culture I was raised in, it was 100% okay to omit, meaning to just not tell people what was really going on for you. Like that was okay. That was the reality. Like I don't really have to tell you what I'm feeling. Not at all. Like that my world is operating the way it's operating and I don't, I can omit my truth all day long with you. That I'm okay with that. I don't have to let you know. And there was, and there was nobody telling you, listen, you're not going to heaven because you're not telling everyone the full story. You're not going to heaven and God doesn't love you because you keep your feelings inside. Nope. I was actually rewarded in my culture for not bucking against the system, for not talking about my darkness, for not sharing my pain. I was rewarded for constantly speaking about what everybody wanted to see. In a modern game, this would be Instagram, right? If everybody had, imagine if on Instagram, you could, you, if you posted anything, you had to post the opposite thing too. So for example, if a hot girl posts a picture of herself on the internet that's like 700 pictures later, and it's been filtered as fuck and lighting is perfect. And she's like, here's what I look like. We're like, awesome. Then what the requirement on Instagram is that you have to tell us the whole story, which is then you've got to put data underneath that. How many pictures did you take to get that photo? How many filters did you use to, to adjust it? How much time did you spend trying to get that one photo ready to upload to the Instagram? And then on top of this, you have to post a picture of your before which means what did you look like this morning when you woke up, you hadn't brushed your teeth and you were about to take a shit. 
Yep, same beautiful princess you see on Instagram took a shit this morning. Hair looked like shit. Mouth, mouth, her breath smelled like shit. She was not a bathing princess with glistening skin and perfect lips. And perfect toned skin, which by the way, they're fucking, unless they're 18, 19, 20 years old, they're filtering the shit out of that and erasing it off their bodies anyways. Now I can talk about women doing it, but guys are fucking worse. We may not be doing that shit on Instagram. We just walk around filtering the shit out of ourselves all day long. Like 100% filtering the shit out of what's really going on for you. And then you drink to suppress. And then you do whatever to suppress the truth. And you lie. You lie. All my little holy Christian guys listen to this podcast. Oh, I love you. I love you guys and your self-righteousness. I know because I was that guy. And you walk around and you act like everything's on point. God loves me. Jesus will provide. Off you go, off you go, off you go. And it doesn't matter what faith you're in. I've heard it from every single faith. And they're, they're constantly only showing the world the buttoned up, perfect, smiling, I love Jesus guy. Never once showing the reality of the dark side of that. They'll talk all about how they love their wife, but they won't talk about the time and dark in the closet every week that they're masturbating into the toilet on Pornhub. They're not going to talk to you about it. They're not going to talk to the sexless relationship that's going on. They're not going to talk about how angry they are at their kids or how stressed out they are with Bill. They're just going to put the happy Jesus face on. Now, I'm not saying that the happy Jesus face is not a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. But you got to show the other side. Otherwise, you're no different than the perfectly skin-toned Instagram supermodel who took 600 pictures to get where she was, 15 filters, and an hour and a half of fucking around on her cell phone before she posted the picture. And everybody thinks that's how she rolled out of bed this morning, not realizing she took a shit and it stunk this morning. And she's just like everybody else. And so are you. Like, this was the greatest freedom in my life, was to get to a place where I could just be free. Free to be me. All of me. The stingy, shitty guy and the not-so-stingy, shitty guy. The amazing filter guy and the guy that wasn't filtered. Like, to be both. The perfect package guy in a suit and the guy who was losing his fucking mind 24-7. Like, these were all versions of me. 100% versions of me. The question was not whether or not these were me. The question was whether I had the courage to actually speak it. And so our principle of the day that we've been operating off of today is a simple one. Super simple. The principle is the weight is real. And if you get stronger the weight will get lighter. See, the more I told the truth, the more I was real about what I was feeling, frustrated, happy, excited, the more I was real, the more this entire game changed for me. The more I was real, the weight got lighter. The weight called life. And there was some kind of connection between my commitment to tell the truth and my ability to feel that life worked. And the more you can do this, the stronger you get. And the stronger you get, the more powerful you get. And that was, that was my entire focus. How do I become stronger? How do I become more committed? How do I become more empowered? 
to build a game that would work for me. So, gentlemen, as we deal with this overview of the code, the next few episodes, we're going to dive directly into it in even more intensity. Just know, your greatest sin, a.k.a. lie, is that you just don't fucking tell the truth. It's not that you're a liar. It's just you're not sharing with everybody what's really going on. And in that place, you'll get stronger and the weight will get lighter if you'll just let it all out. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.